Welcome to the doghouse. We have a special guest in the studio with us tonight. It is Warren G. Harding, dead for over a hundred years, but he has returned. Yes, and I'm going to accuse you all of crimes against humanity. <laughs> oh, then you must have been Locked in my camper up. on Thursday night. Because I had sour, no, yeah, Thursday night. I had sauerkraut and ribs, cooked ribs and sauerkraut in the pressure cooker. Well, the ribs oh, sound man. fine. The, sa- the sauerkraut sounds dangerous. Yeah, I imagine. I'm just saying, ribs and sauerkraut. That was crimes against humanity. I don't. I don't know if, if there's any way. You, uh, how did you survive? Well, luckily there was this hurricane going through, and it was blowing enough wind to, to, to keep me alive. But pretty sure someone down downwind of me didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. When some, you lose some. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, was it a total washout for you, Phil? No, you know, well, uh, Wednesday, well, actually, no, it wasn't Thursday night. It was Friday night. I'm sorry, Friday night. I, it was mm-hmm. a storm hit. Wednesday and Thursday night were good nights. Wednesday, uh, went to the Goodyear party, had a good time. Okay. Thursday went to, uh, well, no, we just kind of cooked around and worked on the car some. And then, uh, did Friday, any racing occur on the weekend? Huh? Any racing occur on the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was the runoff, so the the championship round qualifying was Thursday mm-hmm. for our class, and then uh, then Friday was the start of racing, and we had a late race Saturday. It's three days of racing. I mean, mm-hmm. if you like sports car racing, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the SCCA runoffs is three solid days of race. Did they race on Saturday? Yeah, we raced. It, really? It, we we, un, we were unlucky. We needed rain. There were some guys with some big horsepower there, mm-hmm. you know, just big money cars, and we're not a big money car. And uh, but we felt like if we if it rained, we had the best rain tires and the best intermediates, um, and we would have we would have done good on that. But uh, the only two dry races on Saturdays was the one before us where they dried the track out in ours. Wow! And, and I tried. Was, I was. I don't crying, think. I don't but, think it was ever dry here over the weekend yeah and then sunday it just rained it was like misty rain i had some heavy yeah. rain coming back but friday Warren, night man we were camping the, in 80 Warren, mile an hour 70 80 mile an hour wind gusts yeah i had to be bad the, Warren, the reason what, what I, the reason back? i'm back the reason i'm back is because of the hurricane mm-hmm. you know there were so many spaghetti lines of where it was going to go and wednesday night it was showing that it was going to curl back into south carolina mm-hmm. and then come you know swing through tennessee and then up through you know, Virginia. So we called, you know, we ended up our vacation <laughs> after three days and rode back up from uh, Tennessee to Front Royal, the Fro Row. And uh, didn't get wet, but uh, the ride on Friday morning was very chilly. Mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. It was very chilly in the mornings yeah. here. But, it's you been, know, the way. Been- the way it ended up, though, we, you know, we should have stayed. We just spent one one day, one whole day in the hotel, mm-hmm. and you know, because it turned out to be pretty nice down there. After the fact, after the fact, but you know, you didn't know. Had I stayed, the, uh, the hurricane predictors would have been correct. It would have went through Tennessee. Yep, and we would have been you know wet the whole time. But, Murphy's law. Yep. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. So we came back. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to say we're glad to have you back with us, Warren. <laughs> but I know better but, than that. But I can't. So, yeah, I know better than that. <laughs> no, he just doesn't enjoy saying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, 
we're we're idiots. Uh, so I hope everybody down in Florida is like safe and you know, I mean, there's been kind of horrible stuff going on down there, and even yeah, along I, th- the I think there are over coast. sixty. I think there are over sixty fatalities in Florida Jeez. right now. You know, everybody says, and I, and I'll say this, and I'm going to say this to our listeners. Remember, a few years ago, we had a guy that uh, was at a, a race, and like uh, one of the racers took like the old lady next door, and her house got wrecked in like a tornado or a hurricane or something. Because right? hmm. he wanted her to evacuate, so he's like told her he was going to a race. I don't remember if that was a flat track guy or a hmm. road race guy or a CCS guy. I don't remember who that was. I'd have I'd have to go back through and and read the read read old show posts. But here's what I'm going to say: is everybody thinks I can ride out the storm till you're in that one bad storm where you realize I should have left. Mm-hmm. And People, this is better one. safe than sorry. Yep, always better safe than sorry. Yep. And I've been the idiot. Oh, I'm gonna ride it out uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ride it out, sleeping in the tent, in the truck and stuff. And I should have left. I should have left. I'm an mm-hmm. idiot, but whatever. Well, there was no hotel rooms there anyway, so you didn't have a choice. Yeah, well, I mean there were hotel rooms, but you know not ones that I could sleep. It was in. SCCA, Warren. There's always hotel rooms available for that. <laughs> well, there uh, once the once the races are over, everybody leaves. But no, everything was booked up in Danville. They were pretty. Uh-huh. They were. They were. I'm they, surprised. I mean, they had 650 cars. Are, are you? I know no one listening to the show can see this, but can you guys see the image behind me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Okay. That None of our listeners can, but that's 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 Bagnaya after he dumped it last weekend. <laughs> Maybe you remember yeah. he was. Well, let's, he was let's get into let's get in some uh, in some motorcycle racing. Enough to talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, let's start with the news. Warren, start with your sad news, and then we'll go to happy news. Now, the sad news is that motorcycling, and especially motocross, lost a huge, huge sponsor uh, this past, well, today. You know, Loretta Lynn died. She was 90 years old, and she has been a huge sponsor of motorcycling for, you know, know, pretty much all my life. Uh, You know, she's had the Loretta Lynch Amateur Championships. And she sponsored all kinds of riders over the years, in addition to running the, uh, uh, the the amateur races there at her place. And she's just been a big supporter of the motorcycling scene in general and motocross in particular. So, yeah, uh, big, big big loss to the. And I hope that uh, people people probably she, don't realize how big of she. How much she's of probably the was. only motocross related person in the hall in the music hall of fame, the country music hall of fame as well. Probably. It's like a founding member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loretta, and, Loretta Lynn. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the races at Loretta Lynn every year. You know, so that's just every a, year we do. We do talk yeah. about it every year. Just a, a, just a iconic place. I can't, you know. Yeah. You know, you win there. You you made you made a name for yourself and stuff. Yeah. So. She that's was a coal sense. miner's daughter. Made a movie about her. Yeah. Literally. Never seen. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Not just a singer of it. She actually yeah. was. Yep. Uh, so about a half hour, 45 minutes ago, they announced the Supercross and Motocross seasons for 2023. Uh, mm-hmm. Only two Anaheim rounds. So I guess something must be happening in Anaheim that we don't know about. Well, that's uh, on, but I'm, they, sure Barsha, I'm sure Barsha put in a protest to that. Yeah, he's probably already like, God, come on, people. Said, that's my only wins. Come on. Uh, so here, <laughs> I'm just going to run, run through it. We got Anaheim 1. We got Oakland, San Diego, then Anaheim 2. Then Houston, or some people call it Houston. I call it Houston. Uh, then we got Tampa. And then we got uh, Arlington, then Daytona, then Indianapolis, uh, Detroit, Seattle, Glendale, Atlanta, East Rutherford, New Jersey, home of the three and one New York Giants. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. The what? Uh, Denver, Colorado. And Salt Lake City, Utah. And what do we have here? Let's break it down as far as uh, little things. We have three Triple Crown events. There'll be Anaheim 2, Arlington, and Glendale. And we have two East-West showdowns. One in Salt Lake City at the end and East Rutherford, New Jersey. Still, I'm listening. I was listening keenly for something that was nearby here and didn't hear it. East Rutherford, New Jersey, Tennessee. You only need Tennessee. Unadilla, they're all about four hours. I know the people who own uh, wherever it is, the uh, commanders play. They don't want to have, they don't want to make money, I guess. Or the Nationals. Uh, I, hey, I, I don't, I don't know. They I need to build a dome. On a, on a first, if you went straight up weekend of Supercross or weekend of Washington Compan- Commanders, formerly known as the Redskins, I would be willing to bet you that you'd make more money on that weekend with Supercross oh, than yeah. any two or three weekends with the commanders, commanders. formerly known as Redskins. I'll tell you what. I don't, what think so. I, I don't think I don't think so, Warren, because there's there's a lot more stupid people than you than you figure. They that, still get a lot of people in the stand. Not I, when I, you you look at the state, you look at the you know film from the stadium because I got caught a little bit of it because I was flipping channels. Doesn't mean anything. there wasn't anyone there. Yeah, but that's because they have so many no shows that are season ticket holders because they don't care. Because if you're going to lose, I can watch it on TV. Here we go. Here's what I'm going to say. I happen to be at UVA and rode past their stadium. Mm-hmm. It is two hours from us. Yep. UVA needs to have a Supercross race. I agree. I agree. Right. I agree. Was that place 60,000 people? So it's more than a baseball stadium. Yep. Right. So we need to figure out what we need to do to get that done. Supercross at UVA. You'd pull in Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, parts of Tennessee, North, parts of Kentucky, North Carolina, North Kakalaki. Yeah. Well, I we haven't thought about how to do it so far. So if any of any of the listeners out there want to tell us how to get a uh, uh, Supercross race in. Um, UVA in UVA, give us a yell because uh, I mean, I'm just thinking the UVA. We've been doing this. Into... We've been doing this show for 13 years, and we well, we've, we've never suggested UVA before. We suggested somewhere in the Mid Atlantic. I mean, it's not too difficult. There's only so many stadiums, college or otherwise. Well, I'm right? now suggesting one close. Hey, that's what I'm doing. We got to get. They could do it. I mean, I'd hate to see it, but University of Maryland. No, no, I don't want to drive to Maryland. I don't want to go to Baltimore. <laughs> I want it two hours away on easy traffic roads. Pay attention, Warren. Pay attention. Well, I know all the anyway. back roads to get there. Good. Don't have to worry about the traffic. Well, they they have they have this place where the this team formerly known as the Bullets used to play in DC. Actually, never played there when they were the Bullets, but um, that holds um, almost fifty thousand. What about 000. where the Sentinels played during that movie with Keanu yeah. Reeves? Yeah. <laughs> replacements. Yes, that's a place that could have yeah. Supercross or UVA. So anybody that is part of Supercross, yeah, put a roof on, put a roof on RFK Stadium. Just make it. For, I don't. For no, events. I want outdoors at UVA. I even found a good uh, well, place. The, 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 they're more, more they're they're more likely to do a Supercross event in an indoor event in the indoor stadium. Yeah. That's just nine out of ten right. are indoors. Let's get into the Modi Cross. Mm-hmm. Right here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Supercross. Ah, Modi Cross. Modi Cross. We're gonna have Fox Raceway, then Hangtown, then Thunder Valley, High Point, Red Bud, Southwick, Spring Creek, 
Washougal, Unadilla, Bud's Creek, and then the Ironman Nationals. Wow, they end up on August 26th. So you basically mean there's no changes to the motocross season next year? No, it doesn't year. look like it does. It. No I was changes. Say that I didn't hear any new no sites uh, and stuff. So, anyways, that's uh, that's kind of where we are. Then they said the Super Motocross World Championship schedules. I don't even care about that. Uh, but anyways, all right, let's talk about uh, Motor America. We said we'd talk about it last week. Uh, well, this week we t- last week we said we'd talk about it this week. Uh, so they got some champions. Uh, Jake Gagne held on and held off. Daniel Petrucci delivering the weekend he needed to. It, it wasn't a matter of holding off Petrucci. It was well, a matter no, of Petrucci, I guess he Petrucci was didn't bring going it. into the weekend. Yeah, Petrucci didn't bring it. What he yeah. needed to do, not no. even close. No, for the weekend. So he, I mean, I don't. They must have missed a setup or something because he didn't yeah, even look he like all he kinds was of competitive. Problems. He didn't yeah, look he like had, he was competitive. He had all kinds of problems. He was too busy thinking about going overseas and racing the Ducati for what's his name because they called him during the <laughs> America race week. Yeah, that's probably true. Just, and he was like, yep, "I do not want to injure not myself. Not hurt here." Yes, that's exactly what happened, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Cam Peterson got a second win of the season, so that was kind of cool. Uh, up mm-hmm. and coming racer uh, and stuff. So, well, you know, he'd been around. Well, for a I while, don't think I was gonna say up and coming. He's, yeah, he'd been uh, around for a while, but he's finally getting on better bikes, I guess, and and healthy. Right, that's all part of racing. Um, he's just waiting for Jake Gagne to go elsewhere. That's yeah, all. Jake, leave somebody. He's like somebody <laughs> gave Jake a job. He <laughs> said, somebody I, gave he, Jake a job. Yeah, he said, so, did, didn't I? Didn't I? <laughs> is Jake going to get it off with Boubier? We'll have to see how Jake does this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it this coming weekend? I believe so. Oh, great. That's good. I'm looking forward to seeing what I, he does. I believe it's this weekend that he goes overseas, right? Because it's it's mm-hmm. uh Puerto Mayo, right? Oh, mm-hmm. is it Puerto Mayo? Yes, remember he was going to Puerto Mayo. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we'll so it's this weekend coming up. Yep. So we'll see. We will see what that's all about. All about a, eh? um, but yeah, um. So, anyways, but uh, Gagne wins his second championship, uh, twenty points over over uh, Daniele Petrucci. Then Peterson Schultz. I mean, I was kind of surprised Peterson beat out Schultz, right? Uh, that uh, just- well, I mean, it was close. It was close for a while. Well, they've been going back and forth all season. But Pete, yeah. yeah, they've been I mean, going it's back still and forth. Of course, it was eight, eighteen points. I mean, that's still close. Yeah, it's still close. Yeah, uh, and both of them, both of them had like mirror kind of. Races uh, on the last weekend. Peterson had a crappy first race and won the second race. Skoltz had a second in the first race and then like a fourth, uh, fifth, fifth, I guess, fifth in the second. Yeah, I think fifth. Yeah. Yeah, something. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of weird. Uh, and Hart the Barber rounds out your top 10. Uh, you can buy, you can buy PJ Jacobson, who was sick. I mean, your top five, and you can buy PJ Jacobson, who was sick. You know, I I don't want to say there are any big surprises in the field, you know, as far as where people are finishing, other than I didn't expect Peterson to be ahead of Skoltz. I actually thought Peterson would give Gagne more of a, you know, more competition this season than he did. I was disappointed, actually. I think I think if next year, if if Gagne stays, I think Peterson will be more competition than. But I'm not he sure. might be. He 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 might be. He might be. But for the benefit of Moto America, I hope Gagne goes elsewhere. 
Yeah, because you're going to start seeing that because is, is Boubier coming back? Yep, he's going back to BMW. So he's going to be competitive because that BMW has shown sparks of good being a good uh, fight. We'll see. We'll see if it's if it, all things are equal. I'd say yes, but all things aren't equal. I don't no. think the BMW is quite where the Yamaha is yet. No. So, but it'll be more competitive. Uh, and you know, but is 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 he going to challenge Gagne? Going, if Gagne stays, is he going to challenge Gagne on the BMW? I don't think so. No, but he'll he'll be up there for like second and third. But I, is Gagne going to go anywhere? I don't I don't think he is. I think he's going to see people say, well. You know, we just had Boubier over here, and he didn't do anything but, uh, you know, anything. So why should we bring another American over here and try it? I think, I don't know. I think Boubier, I, I think was Boubier actually super find surprised. I, I think Boubier, he had, he had his moments. He showed the flashes of talent that he had. But I think the problem was he just dumped the bike too often. <laughs> yeah, he did it again. Right. Recently, yeah, he did it, it again. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I agree with that, and I think I think Booby, I think a lot was said that it played on Boubier as far as you know. I'm 30 years old. I'm not getting a GP ride. Yep, exactly. But you know, if he could have stayed at that level, he would have. Why wouldn't he? I mean, because he's old. I cannot well, believe. I, I he, cannot believe he chose. He, he chose to leave. It I wasn't. That they, I don't believe that. Well, it's I do true. not believe the, that the team, the team said he was invited to come back for next season, yeah. and he chose not to. I think they wanted him as a development rider, and I think so he you just could, was. So he's given up that money to come back here. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't know how don't good know the money that was. Money's as big as everybody thinks. It it is it's in MotoGP, but yeah, I don't but know about Moto2, Moto two, and it's also it differs from team to team. There's not a standard scale. I mean, you got guys. Oh, I understand that, but is it, year, it, like but is he going to get? Has. Is he? Is it more than what he's going to get on the BMW here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it going to be significantly also said, more? He, he in his announcement, he said he was a bit homesick. He was spending too much time away from family, and he really wanted to get back. And I guess that he kind of felt like this is the best I can manage here, and that's all it's going to be. And you got to re- realize something too. A guy that was what? What was he like? A six-time champion in Moto America? No, he was like four. I think four. A bunch. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. He's a bunch. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it doesn't matter, Phil. But he had done it. It's very, very hard to go from there to being a guy who's struggling to finish in the top fifteen. It's just very, very. It's demoralizing. And you get to a point when you say, "Hey, there's other what jobs doing? for me." Yeah, there's other jobs waiting for me. I'm not struggling for money. Yeah, the money's great here, but I'm not having fun. So well, here and here's the other thing is right. Like I, I feel like, I feel like you know he's getting he's getting along in the tooth and he's starting to know that, right? He mm-hmm. sees that the young guys are going to get moved up and he's not, right? right? Which I think is legit, right? Especially, uh, I, I think know, he knew that. He, he knew that he knew, going he knew in. that going in. But here's the yeah. other thing: he went over. He had a couple decent. Uh, you know, the first year was kind of experimental. This year, he had some good showings. Mm-hmm. He can come back and we say, oh, the money. But, you know, the money isn't great when you're flying back and forth to Europe all the time and staying in hotels and eating out all the time, right? Like, there's no, when you're traveling like that, there's no way to save money, right? And yep. then you also have to think in, like, how many Cam Boubier riding schools did he miss that he could probably get a $1,000 a kid at, at 15 kids mm-hmm. a weekend and make 15 grand a weekend back home. Yeah. I don't think it's a money thing. 
Yeah, it's definitely more money than he's going to make in Moto America. I don't think there's any question but about the schooling, that. But you know, the schooling and some of the other stuff, I might not be. I think I think it still is. I don't think that was the decision point for him. I think it was all these other things. What he said, you know, that he 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 missed being at home. The travel was very very rough on him. Yeah. The one thing he didn't say is that at 30 years old, bouncing off the ground a lot is not fun. All right. Now that part. I will believe more than anything else you and guys think have about said. that. How often do Bouvier come off the bike in Moto America? Not rarely. 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 Yeah. Um, so the other thing too is that probably he's 30 years old now and he's probably he's not, you know, bouncing back the way he used to bounce back. I think that's true of all of them. Yeah. So he was maybe he felt he was getting beat up over there and it just wasn't worth it with all the negatives in his mind. Yeah. being over there if, if if it wasn't his if if it was his choice mm-hmm. then that was probably the main reason because I, he just uh, he crashed we'll never lot. know we'll, we'll never we'll, we'll never know the actual reason if phil would get him on the show go, we would I'm get it out of him. him i'm gonna go with him uh you know what he said that he was really missing family and the traveling was really rough Wee. and all that Wee. Uh, hey uh, he, but he gets to make the choice right it's his call yeah, but it was anyway, his call. But anyway, so back to back to finishing out Motor America, just so that we can wrap that up. Jake mm-hmm. Gagne is your uh, your superbike champion, and most of the other stuff was all decided before we even got there. Heron mm-hmm. in Supersport, uh, Cody Wyman. It, well, actually, Cody Wyman pulled out a tie, and they went on. I think wins in the Junior Cup. Corey Alexander stock one thousand. Uh, Tyler Howard Devil Champion Super Hooligan and King of the Baggers. And yep. Blake Davis in the Twins Cup. So, I mean, in general, if you look points-wise and stuff, and if you watch the season, I'm going to say very entertaining season, and I'm going to say a lot of tight races. Uh, the only Uh-oh. one that was really blown completely out, because now that I'm looking at it, Corey Alexander and Hayden Gillett in Stock 1000 had a statistical tie, too, where they had, uh, went I guess, to the second tiebreaker, right? Uh, so the only, per- the only guy who really dominated was Heron. Right, everything else was down to the last set of races, uh, you know. So you can't you can't complain about that. Good season, uh, good to be able to watch it all and stuff like that. All right, let's uh, let's get into um, MotoGP before we run out of time here. Um, sponsored by Noah. <laughs> sponsored by Noah. <laughs> sponsored by Hurricane Ian. <laughs> Brings you his uh, Asian cousin. Uh, monsoon somebody or something i don't know it was uh it was it was quite wet for moto too incredibly incredibly wet incredibly yes. wet uh so and they had a wet champion or specialist riding in the race that just left moto america to go ride there and he finished 20th petrucci did not live up to his what riding in the wet reputation no that was that was in gp we're on moto two. Oh, sorry i jumped to jump you jumped again. the gun you're we, jumping a gun we should uh, say the only thing good about the rain was sean dylan kelly got his best finish of the season <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah i mean hey you know what uh, that's somebody we were talking about now he's finally kicking into the gear at the end of the season um here's what i'm gonna say is i was a little bummed with them canceling the race and doing the half point stuff well, I the points thing, I don't understand that at all. But regardless, 
I think that um I I think that they the way they handled the whole situation was really stupid in my yeah. mind. There were a couple of times in there where they started it that I don't think they should have restarted after a red flag. They should have waited a little bit longer. And as it turned out, if you look at MotoGP, it was yeah. a lot better for MotoGP, but they're so tied to the TV schedules, you know, they're so tied to that well, that they yeah. you know that they and and I think that they Dorna should be smart enough to negotiate into their contracts that if there's a rain delay that they should get a they should get a floating end stop and you know, in the U.S., we have no problem preempting things for some golf or something, right? Yeah, like motocross, right? Yeah, motocross so, gets preempted all the damn time. Yeah, exactly. So cornhole, yeah, <laughs> cornhole yeah. championship comes in. That's right. Um, but here we go, Philip Philip uh, Slack out of the Czech Republic. I mean, when was the last time we talked about a rider from Czech the Czech Republic? We don't talk uh, about riders; we talk about the hookers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, well, well Phil does. Um, but uh, it had a had a real decent race. Sucks that he kind of blew it on the on the last lap. Um, yeah, well, I'll take, all it takes is one mistake at the wrong time. One mistake. The, prob the uh, problem was that Tony Arbolino wasn't far behind when he decided to make yeah. that mistake. Yeah. The Kinnett and Dixon and uh, Agoras Chancha, whose home track it was, he kind of got the, I'm going to be the home track guy and kind of, Screwed the pooch on that. Cam Boubier was off to a best starts in a while. Yeah. Just before he went down. Yeah. yeah you're always fast Again. before you crash, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the doghouse motto right there. But, mm -hmm. um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, so, and points wise, not a lot has changed because, you know, they started adding half points and stuff like that. And you might as well throw your championship out if you expect us to do math. That's, yep. Exactly. That's all I'm going to say right there. Um, because no one wants to see math. We want to see just whole numbers. I mean, I don't even know what. I mean, are, in, in Europe, are they on, like, the decimal point system now? Right? Like, they're not even doing fractions. No, they're they're in millimeters. So they give them yeah, points so in millimeters. millimeters. So I don't even know how so they give them metric, metric other than, point. Other than Ogura is still behind Fernandez now by two two points. Um, and uh, Kinetis making gains, but he ain't going to get there. No, he's not going to get uh, there. And Vietti's falling like he's not living up to. Oh, Vietti's like, Vietti's he's he's not even yesterday's story. He's like that's that's like April's story. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I was about to say, Kinnett's not far beyond that either. He had a great start. <laughs> Vietti, uh, yeah. Yep. If if you like baseball, Vietti has turned into the New York Mets. Oh, it's May. <laughs> We're going to win the World Series. Oh, yeah. it's September. We're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Jake Jake Dixon didn't win this race. That probably was his only chance to win a race because it poured. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they race in, right? That's what that that's what the Brits race in, right? They race in yeah. the they race they race in that mess. So between him and Sam Lowe's, who didn't even make an effort, basically said, "I'm going to show up with half." I mean, my Sam Lowe's did show didn't crash though. Well, yeah, because he wasn't going fast enough to fall off the bike. Yeah, that's actually probably <laughs> true. Yeah, I think the only other one is you figure some cat, same 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 cat, Chatra, who's from there would uh, would be used to the rain. But apparently yeah, well, not. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna complain a little bit about that. Okay, so right. here's what I'm gonna say. Um, this is for Dorna. Dorna, if you're listening, we know you are. Okay, why do you schedule a race in Thailand during monsoon season? 
for the same reason Laconia Motorcycle uh, Rally is scheduled in New Hampshire during monsoon season. Right? Not I mean, the same. Not the same. Yeah, it is. It's not even like, remotely. Yeah, I don't know any better. Not even remotely. New Hampshire is not like Thailand. Thailand, yeah. we're we're talking about. Well, you saw it this weekend. That's very yeah. common during monsoon season. Well, yeah, I just that's very the, common during Laconia Bike Week, right? Like, yeah. And I'm, I just looked at the MotoGP 23 calendar. Mm-hmm. I don't know when monsoon season ends, uh, but November 15th. All right, so the Thai GP for next year. Oh no, I'm sorry, October 15th. Okay, well then this better. Mm-hmm. The Thai GP is the 27th to 29th of October next yeah. year. That's when they should have been. That, that's that's when they should have been racing. Yeah. This I'm gonna year. tell you this, but, Kim. But that's only because it's only because they've added two races for next year: Kazakhstan and India. India. Just to me, the news about Kazakhstan is that they even have a track. I didn't know it either. Will they have it then? <laughs> Will it? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe they'll have it then. Maybe they'll have it then. All right. But anyways, uh, so nothing really changed that much in the grand scheme of things for the for the Moto2 guys. Uh, let's get to MotoGP, which was, well, other than I hated the fact that it was only like a three-lap race or five-lap race, whatever it ended up being. Oh, the end, um, the sprint. Let's talk yeah, about. I, I didn't care for that either. Yeah, let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about MotoGP, where it kind of there's a whole bunch of people that we all expect a lot of stuff from, but we didn't we didn't get to see it. Um, you <laughs> yeah, know. I think I think that I think that might be true of uh, the 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 current champion, who's basically his lead has just evaporated over the course of her race. Yeah, yeah. Well, this start said to start at the beginning. So Bezeki is his first time on pole. He had a what I thought was a good start, but then him and um, I shoot, I forgot who who he ran in with Martin, Martin. Martin. He, they he had two like close calls with, with him, and he kept the lead, but then they penalized him. Mm-hmm. So, and I couldn't figure out why he got penalized. To me, when when they showed the uh, replay, aggressive, they said aggressive riding. He was, was in the lead each time. He had clear sight lines and, and came across another rider's path, is what they said in the write up. So he knew the rider was there. So he might have had the lead, but he didn't have a full bike's length lead. So, um, well, I, I think that was a little ticky tacky. I am. Um, they didn't, they didn't protest it. So they must have agreed that they were wrong. But yeah, they protested uh, it just when, you know, because. <laughs> yeah that's a good that's a good argument yeah take those g- give me that back because <laughs> because uh, i, want I disagree with you because yes. i was on the track and you weren't but here we go um miguel Oliveira ends up with his with a, another win second uh, win yep. second win jack miller mm-hmm. got a podium and bagnaya squeaked out a podium which was probably the best thing for him especially mm-hmm. considering let me scroll down for two or three pages <laughs> on the internet. Oh, there we go. 400 gigabytes later. There's Quartararo in 17. Not even scoring a point, bud. Not even a point. <laughs> I mean, for what all those who are like, that? oh, he's not going to quit. I mean, obviously, he's French. He quit. Well, what is well Zarco, Zarco didn't, but um, and he's French, too. Uh, no, what? Oh, I think they that they completely, like, completely had not. They were not prepared. 
for the weather this weekend and they did not have that bike properly set up at all it was all over the place um in the in the first lap he lost like seven positions i think so and then he never he was never able to come back from that so and then the second lap he lost another seven the third <laughs> lap so. he lost another seven well and he only finished 17th because there was a lot of people crashed out yeah but not enough to not enough to get him a point <laughs> he's probably going to the last few laps they, i just need two more people to crash two more people to crash that's why you throw <laughs> the gator strips out in the track when that happens <laughs> i need to take out 16 people quick god he was he was just falling i mean well i mean he only got the six, 17th cuz people crashed he was that's down it. to 19 i just said that well he was in the 20s at one point yeah so I mean, hey, what a horrible weekend for your points leader. What a oh, horrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's only because of that, there's only two points between him and Bagnaglia right now, which yeah. I think, which I think is great for MotoGP. Yeah. And only 20 points to Spargo in third. Well, on you, you say that name, man. He, 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 he must have kept dropping back looking for Quadraro. Like, I got to find he that tried. guy. He tried. <laughs> But he, he said no. I, lost. He said they don't put a kickstand on these bikes, so it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's but it's pretty pretty interesting. The top three bikes is Yamaha, the Quattararo, Bagnaglia on the Ducati, and Spargo on the Pirelli. It's mm-hmm. pretty neat this year. You know, we got some really oh, good. It, it is it is pretty neat until you realize that out of the top ten, most of the bikes are Ducatis. Yeah. Yeah, the majority are. Mm-hmm. You got what's I'm looking here. You got two Aprilias, one KTM, and one Yamaha. Everything else is a, a Ducati. Ducati. Yep. Of course, had Marquez been here all season, he'd probably be leading because on a bike in the rain, this crap. He mm. still finished fifth. Yeah. Yeah, and but some of probably, that is a crappy bike usually rides better in the rain. A slow bike. <laughs> well, not according to his teammate or anybody else on a Honda. I mean, he, he, I mean, his, the betting odds for him went way up when they announced the, uh, weather predicted right. weather conditions. Yeah. Cause he, cause of his, his personal abilities, not because, it, well, just, yeah, because his past performance, not because yeah. of the bike. It's still, it goes back to that whole comment that he made that the problem wasn't the bike, that it was the project. And that to me, that's like saying it's everything. Right, including the team, you know, um, his crew on the team that everybody's underperforming. Yeah, everybody from a, the guys who designed the bike and includes him as well. The bike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he has screwed up. I think, I think he's right. I think Honda in general, HRC has not done a good job the With last this, few years. Yeah. yeah. So do well, we think he sticks around? Yeah. Uh, he has another. You know, we, we were talking about money earlier, right? He's got twenty million reasons to to, to stick around for a while. But so. you know, he's got at least one more year on this contract. And would he, if the, if Honda doesn't significantly improve the bike for next year, he may jump to Ducati. Well, there have been rumors about him, you know, going to Ducati, but there has to be a seat at Ducati. And right now, Ducati seems would, to have more talent than they need. Uh, I, I think they Yamaha. would dump whoever they got to put him on a bike. Yeah, I I tend to agree with that, Phil. 
if he goes anywhere from Honda, it'll Yamaha. probably be the Yamaha. Yeah, I have a feeling that and the next season, Yamaha's gonna be walking up there with this big old fatty check. They might even do it this yep. year. Be like, hey, here's a big old fatty. Well, check. he's he's under contract for another season. Yeah, he's, he's so. not going yeah, to I, I understand, season. but you can. I think early. I don't think it comes down to any of that. I think it, what it comes down to is the bike competitive. Well, he's still got a few more races. He, he's got to mm-hmm. stay healthy. He's got to be available to to do off season development on the bike. If he's not available to off season development the bike, it's not going to be any better next season. Uh, so that's probably going to be his yeah. last time. But yes. if he, but if he's not healthy, does he race anymore? That's the thing. He's got there's three races left. A lot of opportunities to a lot of opportunities to get hurt in three races. It only that takes one. True. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's what it comes down to. Health, I think, is paramount for him. He's still got the skills. I think that's obvious. But you know, can't can he go out there and perform? We don't know well, yet. Hey, before we drop, I'm going to point out one thing that we kind of missed on the Moto America news. Kayla Yakov uh, got offered to go to Europe to ride. It's not a, uh, a, a race race. It's more of an exhibition. But she gets to go to Puerto Mayaro Mayo, uh, to run this uh, Super Sport 300s. So, you know, somebody's noticed where, where, where is this? Puerto Mayo, I think. Puerto Mayo. Oh, Puerto Mayo. Okay. In Portugal. But uh, so yeah, congratulations to her. She has a pretty big recognition. She finished third in her class, and now she gets to go to Europe to uh, race on a real, tr- you know, a real European track. It's a good experience for. Her. Yeah, good learning experience, right? Yeah, she's going to go overseas fit, eventually. Maybe, she's fourteen hopefully. or fifteen years old, so yeah, it's good for her. Mm-hmm. Get some good exposure. Yeah, and she well, just that's the, that's with, the uh, age to go over there and learn those skills. Mission. Mission Foods. She signed a deal with Mission Foods not too long back. Yeah, they had a big thing on there. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully we that yeah, like Ken said, that's the right age to go over there and get experience and see what the people uh, in the rest of the world are racing like. And that's when you're going to catch people's eyes. People are always looking at those those race the young racers that are that are out there thinking about the future because they want to grab you before somebody else does. Yep. Yep. All right, so we'll be back next week. We're going to talk uh, World Superbikes in, uh, where the hell are they? They're in Puerto Mayo, speaking of. Uh, World Superbikes in Puerto Mayo. And we'll probably have some more silly season and other news. 